On today's show, we're going to be talking about what happened to the end of your university time and what's happening now you're a member of this profession. So at the end of your university career, here's what normally happens. Well, here's what happens in my life. With any big deadline you've got happening, there's an amount of effort and there's time. Okay, we've got, let's imagine a graph, right? Over here, we've got the, actually, that's the start of the graph. So over here, we've got the, the y-axis. And on, on, on this axis is effort. And down here, on our x-axis, we've got time. Now, when we've got an objective, x number of days or however long in the future, the distance away, the further you are away, the less effort you generally put in. Uh, and so we have this sort of hockey stick effect where as we get closer to the deadline, we put more and more emphasis and energy on it becoming, because it's becoming more urgent. And if it's something that's very important to us, then we'll get ourselves together, we'll, we'll get the work done and we'll achieve whatever we have to achieve by that deadline. Think about that in the context of your university education. When our students are coming to the end of their veterinary careers, there's, you were focusing, we're working hard all the time, but when it comes to finals, we start paying attention much more when we're spending time out on our rotations. And when we're, when we're, when we're listening and having conversations with our tutors, when we're revising more, everything's much more acute. We're much more aware of it because we know that we are about to go into the big bad world and start our work. So we better now pay attention. This is not about passing an exam. This is about not hurting animals on the other side of that exam, right? And what COVID did was it cut off the head of that hockey stick, right? Three months out, suddenly all of that stops. We're not doing EMS or externships anymore. We're sitting doing online education. There's not even any particular exams happening. So we cut off this whole massive area under the curve, which is all that learning area, all that growth. And that's not happened. And that's not just happened for this year's students. That's happening right now. And the, all these veterinary students are doing online education, distant, in a vocational, practical degree. This is a huge challenge for us as a broad profession. Now, what can you as a veterinary student or as a new veterinarian entering the profession do to take responsibility for what you can control in this situation? Here's three tips. Tip number one, make a plan. You may have missed out on a lot of those micro moments of development, but when you enter your new practice, you can now take responsibility for filling in the gaps. Things like placing catheters, getting urinary samples, uh, in order to, you know, grabbing blood tests or, or blood, blood samples, uh, things like starting to perform your, your first surgeries, things like having conversations with clients. Make a short list of the important things that you have to learn. And then in amongst the hustle and bustle of the days to which you will have to become accustomed, make sure you're focusing and you're hitting on those things over and over and over again. Because one of the stresses you'll have is time pressure. And that time pressure will be compounded when you take half an hour to place an IV instead of five minutes. When you've made that pile of consumables and you feel like you're not good enough because you made this pile of consumables and you feel like everyone's watching. Well, let me tell you, everyone's watching thinking, cool, that used to be me. I'm glad it's not me anymore, right? Because we all made that pile of consumables. Don't worry about it. But if you want to get good at that thing, like any other skill, do it over and over and over and over again. So why not ask to do everyone's IVs? every animal in your practice, every day for the next two weeks. You won't be making a very big pile of consumables after that period of time. And you will have taken away a pain point, a friction point in your day that was causing you stress because you weren't feeling good about yourself. Well, now you will, because you can do it. 
It'll be causing you stress because you were taking half an hour. It'll be causing you stress because you knew you were hurting the animal because you were using it as a pincushion. So you take away three points of stress in your day with one focus on a skill. Now do that over and over and over again by, by absolutely ruthlessly finding those pinch points in your day and focusing in and learning as much as you can and developing your skills as much as you can in those areas. That's how you'll catch up very, very quickly. So that's point one, get focused. Point two, talk to people when you're struggling. Okay, your friends, your network, your, your university friends, your boss, your mentors, your network, places like FedEx. Speak about it because when you, when you articulate a problem, when you talk about it or you journal about it or you get it out of you, it's like cathartic. It is like squeezing poison. I don't know the science of why it works, but I'll tell you, anyone that's been to counseling will tell you, when you share a problem, you're not necessarily solving the problem, you're just talking about it. You feel lighter afterwards, just because you've been listened to, you've been understood, and maybe you gain some more insight, right? So that's point two, talk about it. And then point three, remember, all the way through your, your career to date, your, your educational career, you've been on the railway tracks, right? You couldn't have gone left or right if you tried. All you had to do was keep running the engine and you'd get to the end. Well, graduation was the end of those railway tracks. Now you moved off of the train and you're in a vehicle where steering is required. So take responsibility for that which you can. You're not responsible for COVID. You're not responsible for how everybody in your team acts and thinks, but you are responsible for how you act and think. So by being conscious in your mindset, by, by asking for help when you need help, by getting focused, by setting goals, by saying no and setting boundaries when actually you feel like you're not capable of doing something, but by leaning into problems that need to stretch you a little bit, you will keep growing, okay? Don't let fear hold you in one spot. Fear or victimhood, because I didn't get the last three years of my career. Well, so what, right? That's just the way it went. I have sympathy for you, but so what? Complaining about it isn't going to get you further forward. It's not going to get you out of the hole. It's going to get you deeper in the hole because when you think like a victim, you rob yourself of the power to make the change. Don't think like a victim. The question to ask yourself is, what more can I do in this situation to get myself to where I need to be? And then get out there and make it happen. Okay, it's not going to be easy, but guys, you're the future of this profession. We as practice owners need to help and support you. But you have to also show up and be willing to do the work. Don't let fear win. Okay, don't let yourself talk yourself out of an amazing career. So get out there, get after it. I hope these tips are useful. Be safe, be well, and be happy.